when you're in those moments and it's you start to feel it take a couple breaths doesn't matter if you're mid-sentence doesn't matter if you're on the stage doesn't matter if you're on a call zoom whatever it is pause give yourself a moment don't worry about how it feels for the other person because if you can reground yourself even if you need to jokingly like i do i'll do the fake you know clapper in hollywood I'm going to take a second take on this and you can start anew. Welcome back to the Own Your Awkward podcast. I'm your host, Andy Vargo, and every episode we get into what has made our guests vulnerable and how they've learned how to own their awkward in order to live their best life. Stay tuned so you can hear every awkward moment in today's show. Hey friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of Own Your Awkward. This is going to be fun today. Sometimes you meet people and you just know immediately because <laughs> of the tribes that you're both overlapping that you're going to have an instant connection. And that's how it was with Ginger Johnson. Ginger, welcome and thank you for being on the show today. Andy, you walked up to the table, to my table. You had a booth. I had a booth. We were together. And I'm like, I like this person. So I'm fabulous and I'll get better is my standard line. And it's true. And I appreciate the time and attention for you and your listeners. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, the feeling was mutual. It was one of those, I saw the energy coming out of the room from the workshop you were doing. We, we were both at a conference uh, recently at the Oregon Resource Association. It was the Northwest uh, Conference on Disability Services, which is an amazing organization, oh. amazing conference. The people there are just so awesome, both running it's the organization amazing. and attending. And yes. I just, I felt that energy coming out of your room and seeing your booth set up. I was like, I got to, I got to say hi to Ginger. And then I stalked you on social media a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, we are so connected <laughs> in overlapping ways. Uh, and I so appreciate it. It's, uh, we're probably both the same. It's like two kids in a sandbox. Like, oh, look, let's play. Right. Because it's usually, I'm usually the one who approaches similarly to you. And it's not a contest as we both know, Andy. Right. It's, it's about being willing. Mm -hmm. um, and we're here to talk about awkward and sometimes willingness can feel awkward. How do I do this? Do I, do I go directly in? Do I go around? Do I, how do I, how do I do this? And so I appreciated that you came right up and you said who you were. And I like, I recognize you right away. And uh, we just started. So you can get over awkward or any idea that it might be awkward when often it's not even going to be awkward. Right. <laughs> if you simply go for something that interests you, be curious, be that toddler. Yeah, I, I love that analogy because I feel like we get into adulthood and we feel like we shouldn't be the kid on the playground anymore, but all those same feelings are there, all those same insecurities. And it's the same sense when you walk into that space. Oh, here, will, yes. will you play with me today? Yes, yes, because the, the quote... The scenario that there's two scenarios that happens when you do that, right? You could have walked up to my table and I could have not acknowledged you. That can feel bad, but that's our choice to feel that way. Mm. We could also say, oh, well, maybe not right now. Or there's, by the way, 9 billion other people in this planet. And there were at least a few hundred people at that conference. Right. <laughs> we could have kept going. So it's, it's the more we do it, it's a muscle. The more we do it, the more we connect and are willing to say, I'm feeling good with who I am and awkward might be a temporary zone. And it's just, it's, awkward is growth. I mean, you know this better than most people. <laughs> well, <laughs> and also, I, at least for myself, I tend to overthink it because I think, oh, am I, am I interrupting Ginger while it's her time to try to connect with people? Am I getting in their space? Am I, 
like you know all the things which is my own insecurities that you know that, that you got to work through exactly just <laughs> put them off the shoulder and get rid that's of them that's right go away yeah. <laughs> not kermit i mean i want kermit right. there I, I love kermit <laughs> yes we want the little voice often we have little voices on our shoulders and our heads whatever it is and just give them like i'm gonna take a break from you right now and i'm gonna do me yeah i love i love that idea of taking a break because because you know that voice is going to come back, but just say no. I'm not. I'm not taking part of this conversation right now. Yep. Bye bye. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Ginger, there is so much going on in the world, and I see people getting mm-hmm. caught up in so much negativity. I just love to find out what's kind of a positive spin you see on things right now. Oh wow! I really appreciate how you presented that question. What's going good right now? I mean, how many do you want? <laughs> well, whatever what we're I, I keep it very loose. So as many as you want to share. <laughs> okay. Well, let's keep in mind, let's let's go with three. Three is simple, three is uh doable. Number one, there is always going to be more that we have in common with each other than we have differences. Mm. When we circle back to that touchstone, Andy, we remind ourselves that we are all human. We can all be a really good human. And we do have more in common than we have different DNA wise. We have 99.6% of our DNA is the same. Pretty mind blowing. That'll curl your mustache. Yeah. So (laughs) 99.6%, we have the same DNA, our structural being as a species. (laughs) So focus on what we have similar to help that 99.6% bring us together. Number two, in that thinking groove, Andy, focus on fun. Focus on the positive fun has been shown by research. Fun and joy has been shown by research to amplify all the good things, everything from our limbic system to our sense of self, to our belonging, which belonging is the ultimate outcome of connection, which is my zone to getting over awkward, to doing all these things. It's not even about getting over awkward, like embrace it. Just like you say, own your awkward. We're humans. There will be these moments of unsurety, call it whatever you want. Focus on the fun that's possible. Be that toddler. Like I'm not sure if this other kid's ready to play with me in the sandbox or on the on the beach or at the basketball court or in the library or whatever it is. Is simply go and assume, which is number three. Assume the positive. Mm-hmm. Make a generous assumption, like somebody I know teaches. So focus on the fact that we are more connected. We are more alike than we are different. Have fun with it, and then go for it. you've got everything to gain turn that script around in the head andy of you never know or um something the the, the negative take on the possible and instead say you always know something is going to happen look at the best case scenario yeah i love this idea of assuming the positive too because you know i you get into conversations go how's it going and then some and you know certain people where it's just going to go to the Eeyore, right? Like, oh, well, you know, I stubbed my toe this morning and my sock didn't fit right or whatever and the list. But if but if you if you go into it and say, hey, having a great day, now they have to come up with reasons that they're not versus going, yes. actually, yes. it's not so bad. Yes, and with I'm going to give you number four on this one because uh, I this is a, a brilliant and simple direction that you just shared with people. So to be really clear, if you want to set up for a positive conversation, set up the conversation to be positive. Here's how we do it. If you come up to me and there might be an Eeyore possible, you could say, Ginger, it's great to meet you. What's been good about your day so far? What have you enjoyed about the month? 
What are you looking forward to? So we immediately propel the positive so that everything else comes along with it. And even if you get a grumble bomb, like, oh, I don't know if there's anything positive. My coffee spilled and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Okay, hear them out. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes the positive moment right there, Andy, is having somebody be truly listened to. Yeah. And having having that opportunity to say, oh, you see me? I'm going to share how I'm feeling right now. And then keep supporting, keep nurturing. Okay, gosh, Ginger, I'm sorry that your coffee spilled. What was, do you, do you like coffee? What kind of coffee do you like? And shift the conversation. We can, we can direct so much to the positive. And for the record too, positive isn't about negating or lessening or um, not, or dismissing what might be challenging or difficult or even negative. You right. know this, Andy. It's yeah. about acknowledging that there's, we're human beings there's going to be lots of these moments that's called life. (laughs) And so we give people the grace and the space as I teach it to let them be them and then still keep nurturing and keep guiding and directing and frankly, letting go of the ones that are unwilling or not ready to do that. Then you'll find lots of, lots of great people. Yeah. And I love that you point out that it's not negating the reality of life. Cause I, I feel like I have to, I spend a lot, a, a point, a serious amount of time pointing that out to people that, Hey, my role is to be positive. This, I consider this my job and what I do is to be the positive guy. It doesn't mean that I haven't had my share of challenges. It doesn't mean that I don't have days where I'm like having a hard time getting off the couch, yep. but that's not what I'm choosing <laughs> to put out into the universe. It's like, right. Uh, you know what? I cocooned on the couch for four hours a day and now I'm emerging as a beautiful butterfly and I'm ready for the rest of the day. But that was part of the process. Yes, yes, exactly. Universe, God, higher power, whatever you call it, acknowledge when you're having that kind of dip in your own road. That's real. It's not false. Nobody can tell you it's phony. Don't you, anybody listening, don't you ever let somebody say that how you're feeling is invalid or isn't true. It's your truth. You get to live through it. it. Also with that positivity, find people who support you, find people who help you through the awkward and the, and the tough stuff. And I so appreciate said, you know, I'm going to hang out on the couch because that's what I need right now. And that's not bad as long as it's not protracted. And then we, we look at other ways to support us and get us back going. Uh, but there's nothing wrong. I do the, I do the same thing. I mean, if you're going to like the wine, the Judd song, if you hit rock bottom, you got two ways to go straight right. up or sideways. Like, yeah. I'm going sideways today and I'm not going to answer the phone. I'm the emails will wait. Uh, and I'm going to do what I need to do to restore, to regenerate. I love that. Now, now I've got... I got that song in my head. So <laughs> I love the judge. You got two ways to go straight up. See? Sideways. Got a performance today, too. I love it. <laughs> all right. We're going to get even more awkward now, Ginger. Uh, I just I am loving all of all of the, the nuggets you've given us already. Uh, but, you know, we've all got this thing that that we've had to own in order to get to an amazing spot. I know you've had something. What's been your awkward thing? Just one, eh? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that's I, oftentimes that's the challenge. Is, what do uh, I pick? Yeah. What do I talk about today that's awkward? I'll say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm really grateful for our connection, Andy, because you've got me thinking about awkward. It's not a word or an idea that I entertain a lot. Not that I am dismissive or oh, I've never been awkward. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I enjoy the learning and thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so among the many moments where I have put myself forth and that's what you do, if you have a business, if you're leading life, if you're in a relationship, whatever it is, um, 
I would say that some of the most profound extended awkward, if you will, was when I was in high school. And uh, I grew up solidly middle class. My parents made their way up and uh, really proud. I was never hungry. I didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. But I, I'm really grateful for where I came from, Andy. And so I had a very loving household, which I know I'm extremely fortunate for. And uh, in school, I was never the cool kid. I wasn't in the in the circles. I didn't, it, not a big school. I grew up in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis, St. Paul suburb and 115 kids in our class. So not real big. What was awkward about that for me on an extended basis until my moment uh, was that I just kind of felt peripheral mm. and I knew people loved me and I had some friends and I didn't have a ton of friends. I, I was one of those kids that everybody knew that it, it's, I wasn't, I wasn't dating material. I didn't get asked out. Um, I never got invited to the prom, those kinds of, you know, I didn't have big boobs. I wasn't the most popular one, that kind of thing. And, and when you're in those moments, those are the things that feel the most important. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so that was, uh, what was tough for me and what was awkward was figuring out how to navigate developing relationships that, that, that has carried with me. I don't, I don't feel awkward about it now. I'm really glad I got to grow through that because then I had the moment when I was a senior, I remember I came home from school, a senior in high school. And I was just, I just had this FIM, this moment of finality. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm done messing around with what everybody else thinks. Not that I was a, a lemming or a follower necessarily. I was trying to find my other drummers, so to oh, speak. Sure. And we had a syncopated beat and everybody else was playing on the beat. And, and so I remember coming home like, this is stupid. I'm frustrated. I'm done. I don't care that nobody else in my class invites me. It takes a lot to get to that moment though, Andy. To, for us to literally detach, which is under the guise of not caring, like I just, it was pure frustration. Like, screw it. I'm done with it. I'm like, I'm going to be my own person. And I kid you not. The three closest friends I had in high school happened when I was a senior. They were two grades below for me, uh, two grades different than me, which in high school can feel like a big difference. Yeah. And I found my tribe. And then what do you suppose happened? I imagine life got pretty good. It got pretty good. And the irony is that the kids in my class who none of these people are bad people. They just weren't my people. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I started getting the invites to the party and oh, all of a wow. sudden I started. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, so the, the lesson was like, own your awkward, fully immerse yourself in it. Let yourself think about it and try to work through it. And, and eventually you will have this jump out of the hot tub moment. Like, Oh, <laughs> yes, I, because we stick with ourselves. Mm -hmm. If we are connected with ourselves, even when we're feeling in those awkward moments, singing show tunes or whatever it is, hey, it doesn't matter nearly as much because frankly, it matters the most to us, matters way less to other people, which we give higher value to, which is kind of ironic to me. So those people became uh, close friends. They were my saving grace. We had so much fun together. Um, they they lasted into college uh, for a while. and. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful for that. I wouldn't have ever asked for it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't have ever asked for it. Like, I, I think I want to have good friends and I think I want to be seen as a respected member of the class and you know, have some worth, maybe have a date here and there. But now I, I, would, I wouldn't change it for anything. Wow. Yeah, sometimes the lesson we get out of what we go through is bigger oh. than the loss of what we didn't <laughs> They're huge. Yeah, they're huge. And, and if we choose to 
use them as reflection points to Andy. If we look in our rear view mirror once in a while, as I teach it, look there and appreciate, look there and say, wow, look what I, look what I'm capable of. Look what I've accomplished. Look what I've come through. And then look out your windshield and say, because of that, I can go here. Right. And, and that gets that, that can be fuel. Don't live in your rear view mirror, people. Woo. Uh, people who live in an old story, I, I just, I feel, I, I feel sorry for, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, wow, we get to create our story every. You know this. You've reinvented. You reinvented yourself in a, a seismic way, <laughs> but you didn't reinvent yourself. You recognize who you really are. Right. That, that's huge, Andy. Good for you. Yeah, and and it's something. It's an interesting balance. And I, I'm, I guess I, I'm gonna make a comment and see if it turns into a question as, as a reflection, as I'm thinking through it. But it, it's this, I, I always balance this thought of of the change between reinventing, but keeping certain things of the core the same. And really it's it's more of a coming into what was already there that it's like, I feel like, well, I didn't really change who I was. Nice. I just acknowledged it and started actually not trying to hide it and cover it up, which all of a sudden presents outwardly as this whole new, person right right it's an evolution yeah it was always so evolving and i i like that i like the the acknowledgement and then the full expressiveness instead of letting external hold you in which is a hundred percent our choice mm-hmm. decide to let the internal come out or or flow or be um it's not even about coming out it's about being right yeah now i i love this this piece of your journey where by you engaging with other people that were not in your class, all of a sudden made you appealing to the people in your class. What do you think it was that made that happen? Was there something where you said, oh, I'm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what it was. Uh, It's not a lot of exactly's in my life. Uh (laughs) I know what that was. It was because I had this freeing moment of I'm not going to hold on to something that I clearly can't control or be even in command of. And so I'm going to let that go because then I'm going to flourish more as me. I'm going to be happier as me. I was a happy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, still a very happy person. This happiness is a choice, not an emotion. And that's attractive to people, Andy. When you fully be who you are, other people who are fully being who you are, who see, just like you said, there's a, there's an overlap. There's a synergy that is waiting. They're like, they're like free radicals waiting to connect. <laughs> like, oh, great. Once we let our own, like my friend Julia says, freak flag fly, then mm-hmm. other people see that signal. Plus we see like, oh my gosh, there's somebody. I get it now. Like I knew that Nancy, Ann and Tracy, I knew who they were. It was a small school. There's like 400 kids total right. in high school. So I knew who they were. In fact, one of them, my best friend is her brother. He was my best friend in high school. And uh, like, oh, you just completely reframe. And when we completely reframe, everybody else gets that shift in some way, shape or form. Mm. There's going to be a lot of people who don't, but don't worry about them. Love them up, let them go. Yeah. And that's the thing is we can't, we don't want to like everybody or connect with everybody. We can't, there's not time or energy. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why we're all different. So we can find the tribe. Yes. Uh, I've found it so freeing. I remember being in high school and, and there were a couple people in class who had that more like this guy's way out there, but he's okay with it. And he's just letting it fly. And I remember having this, like, I like this guy, but I'm also a little jealous of like, it's kind of annoying of how 
how is he the one that seems like such an oddball and everybody likes this guy? I, and my feeling, the way I internalized it was, well, I can't let my oddness out because that's because no. <clears throat> I won't get liked the way he's liked. That that's hmm. probably taken. Interesting. Um, but hmm. that was my own, you know, thing. Did you ever, I'm curious, because I know since I've made changes in my life, I've had conversations with friends from before and after. And did you ever have a chance to find out from people who didn't approach you before and then afterwards where you did connect with them, where they were able to give you an outside perspective of how they saw it? <laughs> this is such a great conversation. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I haven't asked anybody point blank. I did reconnect with uh, one of the three in the last couple of years. And it had been itching at me for a while and we kept random touch and we had a zoom call a couple of years ago and that satisfied something in me that I put a bow on and put aside. I haven't mm -hmm. thought about her now on a regular basis. Like I had been doing to answer your question directly. I went back to those nefarious thing called school reunions mm, Yeah, and <laughs> I went to my fifth and nothing had changed except everybody was legal drinking age. I was there for, I don't know, an hour to like, yeah, this is not my scene. And I, I left uh, everybody's still living <laughs> in high school. I went back to my 15th and everything was different. Mm. So one thing that was different for me is that I chose to, I grew up in a major metropolitan area and there's tons of great schools in Minneapolis, St. Paul area. I chose to go to school four hours away. A lot of my classmates stayed in great schools, no judgment, simply a differentiator, like sure. completely different perspective, very similar, very easy to stay in that mindset. Another thing was that I had really come into my own. Uh, I went to college and again, I had a, a loving family growing up. I have an older sister, Holly. Uh, so I was in high school, just like if you have, if you have kids in your family, you know, if Andy's the first and, and Ginger's next, well, then we're going to like the benchmark is Andy. Um, so when I went to college, I became solely ginger. So if anybody came to visit, it was ginger's family, not, um, right. you know, ginger yeah. is Holly's sibling. And so I really came into my own and I started like wearing more clothes that really fit who I thought I was. And so when I went back to my 15th, I, I had, I had, I was, I don't know, what was I 30, 30 ish, less than 30, something like that. I felt great. I was in a career I loved. I felt great physically. I felt great emotionally and mentally. I was having a great time. I had found some of my people at my work. Um, and so I was, I was super happy, super confident people. I remember walking into that class reunion and people, and my hair was completely different. I, I had short hair growing up and my hair was really long. And so um, I looked different and, and I remember people like, oh, then I'm like, oh, this is great. Well, there's, there's this person and that person. Like I, I didn't care. I was talking to everybody, yeah. um, which I had always been willing to do. Mm -hmm. And then there was an after party. It was at a hotel in some reunion. Sorry. There was an after party and I got invited and it was this room full of the cool kids and the guys Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the eyes were looking at me different. Oh. Now, you know, some of it's superficial. You know, I'm right. good, I guess, and so forth. And and that comes from our confidence. Like, just with your classmate that you talked about, like, oh, all of a sudden, the attractiveness is so multifaceted. That right. confidence is magnetic. Mm -hmm. And and it was it was great. Like, it was so fun. And I, and I it, it reconfirmed. Okay, I had lived through that awkward. I had I'd kept being me. I kept trying to be me. And then I really flourished as me. And there I was showing up fully as me. And there was no awkward in there. No awkward for me 
in the room. Yeah. Like I'd slayed that dragon. Well, I love that. And I, <clears throat> I, it's so easy to relate to these high, these high school type stories because, you know, I think about, you know, movies like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. If you've seen that where, you know, they go back to the, to the reunion and they're struggling with what they've done since then. But then you get there and you find out that you're at this after party and everybody else had their own struggles that they were putting a front on. And exactly. we were all in the same place in our head in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of those, some of the other classmates and kids in our classes who were kind of an Island unto themselves, they were still, they were accepted and they were, they were slightly quote different for lack of better words. Yet people were like, Oh, okay, well that's cool. It's that's who they are. There was a different kind of acceptance. Um, those people had really settled into themselves nicely. Mm. They were confident they were, they were, you could just feel the vibe. You could feel the energy that they were relaxed. There were still some people trying to prove something. And it's just so interesting to take that step back and say, wow, the click, the mob is still the click. Right. <laughs> and you become grateful, not yeah. again, as a judgment, like, wow, I feel like I've grown so much. And there's still people that are living there when I've gone here. Yeah. So it, it's, it's fascinating. Again, it goes to choice. They're, they're still in that rear view mirror. Yeah. Woo. I don't want to live back there. Yeah. I don't want to be 23 again. I don't want to be 16 again. Well, I, I, I want to be right here right now. Exactly. And I'm sure you've heard that saying about, you know, there's a reason that the rear view mirror is small and the windshield is big. It's mm -hmm. because that's in the past. And yeah, we need to yep. see it, reflect on it and use it as a point. Yes. But what's ahead of us is the bigger thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I do a whole part of one of my keynotes and my workshops of the rear view mirror, the side mirrors and the windshield, their reference points. You're hundred percent right. And I know I'm not the only one here listening or talking today that has hit something backing up using those <laughs> reflection points. Like right. where did that come from? Guess what? It was there all along. Yeah. <laughs> go go oh. forward, my friends, go forward. Yeah. That's such a, I'm just laughing about when I've done that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like, whoops. I should have keyed in on the right part of the reflection point and not. Right? We all have blind spots. Yeah. We all have blind spots. And those can feel awkward, definitely. If we acknowledge them, then at least we know they're there. We don't have to figure them out. We, yeah. we simply can acknowledge them like, oh, I know there's a light pole back there. So I'm going to approach this differently. I'm going to, I'm going to drive differently. So then may, I might not just rely on that. I might actually turn around. I might get out of the car, take a look. I might leave the car there, whatever it is. Cause there's so many ways to navigate that. Yeah. I love that. So when you, so you got to the space, senior year of high school, you've essentially been in high school for almost a full four years at least a full three and then getting into the, the last year of high school at that point mm -hmm. and you figure this out how how did you keep from because because that's a very comfortable space by that point you've been there long enough that even though it's awkward and not where you want to be you know your way around now when you go to college and you go to your first jobs mm. how do you not revert and go back to the oh I'm not gonna or was it easy was it like hey I'm in my own now yeah, I, I think it was fuel for me. I've never cog consciously thought about that, Andy. It became fuel for me. I had I had a support system. Um, I did have a best friend in high school. Uh, I had a couple. I had a couple of best friends in high school. Um, and then I had this this new group of three, and we, it, it it really provided fuel for me. It was probably a confirmation and an affirmation to be your own. Now, yeah, going into freshman year in college going into a new job, 
being the freshman in high school, all those scenarios we are where we are new. Every any kind of part of our life, I'm I'm the new member of the chamber. I'm I, I'm announcing my my sexuality. I'm like whatever it is, the weight is equal because it is important to us in that moment. And so if we choose to approach that, like I like to pause. I close my eyes. I do some breathing. I think I visualize it's not hocus pocus. This is, this helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I might be going into another one of these spaces, these moments. How can I best be me? Mm. Yeah. And that, that really helps me a lot. I visualize, I visualize sometimes before I get into my workout at the gym. Uh, I visualize before I go on stage. I visualize before I, um, go on screen because people are counting on me. And the first person who's counting on me is me, Andy. Mm. And I don't want to let me down most. Then it becomes super awkward. Then, then all those other things start to fly around like butterflies we don't want. So there are, there are definitely practices I've adopted. And for, for everybody's frame of reference, I'm 55. I've been my own business person for 20 some years. And It's taken me until the last, probably in the last six or seven years, I've really started to pay attention, invest in my growth and welcome different experiences and different ways of thinking that have helped me get to where I am. It is, you know, this, it is an ongoing journey. Mm -hmm. And instead of thinking of that as exhausting, don't focus on an endpoint. It's like a beach goes on and on and on. And we get to decide how we want to participate in that. It's a mountain range. I live in the mountains of Missoula. Absolutely love it. I can go to mountains forever in a day here. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that like, oh, I'm never going to get to the end. No, the whole point <laughs> is to be in the mountains. That equation of awkward is like, yeah, I'm going to go up some stuff. And it's going to be really, really hard, physically demanding. I might run into a bear. Maybe I'll skid down the side. And then <laughs> I'm going to see this meadow that I had no idea was there. I'm going to be able to take a dip in the river that I didn't realize, drink some fresh water. So it's completely perspective. It's completely, for me, it's completely connection with who I am and who I want to be, not just in that moment, Andy, but who I want to continue to grow into being. I love that. I love the idea that you, uh, the, the beach and mountains are great because this this shift in in mindset to not think about focusing on the end point, it's so easy to do that. And I used to feel like, well, once we get to this space in life, then we're there and we and that's where we stay. But that's not the reality. It, we, we come and go and things get really great and then they can fall back or things can be really yeah. bad and then that goes away. And when we get caught up on this is my life or this, I'm never going to get to the space. Right. We're missing the whole journey and we're not taking the dip in the river or appreciating the meadow because we're so focused on getting past it. Right. The planet, the universe, universe has one solar system. It's ours. Did some research on this recently because I I think of connectivity as a cosmos. Mm -hmm. And in that realization, Andy, I thought, oh, that's so interesting. Planets aren't thinking about what their path is going to be in a few million years. They're not focused on, am I going to evaporate in a dark hole? Am I going to turn into a quark or what? I don't even know my astrology, astronomy terms. But <laughs> it's, it's, we're not, we're not, those, those elements of life aren't concerned. The squirrel isn't concerned that winter's coming. They're going to live in the spring moment at the time. And when it's winter, they're going to, they're going to hunker in and focus on that. And so taking both a big view of what's possible as well as being fully present and appreciating what it is 
right. in the moment that that helps us get into our awkward and address it and say, of course I can do this when I'm throwing wall balls at the gym. And for the record, I'm not some elitist like this gym, they're like kicking mm-hmm. my butt, but I, I, I'm a performer. I want to be in shape so I can give my best. And I'm wondering why I'm throwing that stupid wall ball up. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? <laughs> and so what I do to myself is I chant. I, I say, of course I can do this. I've started a business. I have a marriage that I'm proud of. I've, I've done this. I've done that. And so it's a, it's an exercise both mentally as well as physically, and it becomes a game. So of course I can do this. What about, you know, if you're, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, there's this thing coming up and I'm not sure. And I'm feeling uncomfortable and unconfident. Like just, of course you can literally tell yourself you can. Mm -hmm. And then of course I can be calm. Of course I can answer the questions. Of course. Yeah. Powerful phrase for us, Sandy. It is. And that's, that's one of the things that is too easy to, to think of all the reasons that we can't do something. And yet just saying I can do it yes, opens up our mind to go, wait, how can I do this? And then, oh, wait, mm-hmm. then you find the solution. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about one solution. It's about right. ideating like what's possible. What if is another great one, which I know, you know, what if, how mm-hmm. about the best questions like my friend and colleague, Chad Littlefield teaches the best questions start with how and what it doesn't start with why it doesn't start with when or which or who it starts with how. How can we do this together? What's possible? What if we tried it this way? Like I work with a lot of school districts and high level educators, and they're looking at how do they show appreciation to their teachers? Well, it's not if they will, it's how will we, how can we do this better? What have we done before? So I invite people and that's, again, that's Chad Littlefield. We and me, he's, he's brilliant. I don't know if you've met Chad yet or not, Andy, but oh, he'd, no, I haven't met him yet. he'd be fantastic on your show as well um, for the listeners. Cause he's just chock full of ideas of how we connect. He's in the connection space as well. Perfect. I'll definitely reach out to him. Uh, I will. I'm going to write his name down. So I get you going. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, how, how are we going to do it? What can we do? And then kind of doing that brainstorming on ourselves or doing a brain dump. Yes. Like, what is it? If, if I were trying to solve this problem and I was helping a friend and I said, you know, here, there's 20 different things we can do. What feels the most comfortable for you? What's a good place to start? What are you going to get the most bang for your buck? But if we do that reflection on ourselves, yes. all, all of a sudden it's, wait, I have options. And it's yes. so empowering. Yes, yes. And I, I encourage people to be cautious of the word comfort and comfortable. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the canon, um, I wrote that five years ago and I encourage anybody who has it cross out the word comfort. If I have it in there and I know I have it in there a few times because I wrote it earlier <laughs> in the game, it's ultimately not about comfort. It's ultimately about confidence. There's, there's three steps. It's all, we start with confidence. What do I know I can do? Of course. And we can do a lot more than we think we can. And then we start doing it like, Oh, I can do more. I can, it's very synergistic. So it's confidence first. And then it's competence because we can take that confidence and build our competence. And then, and only then can we get even close to a glimmer of the land of comfort. You and I both know this growth doesn't happen in a comfort zone. So right. dash that myth, focus mm-hmm. on confidence. Of course I can. I've done this. I'm going to start, even if it's your first time, especially if it's your first time, look, you're doing something totally new. Of course I can do this. And how it turns out is not the focus. The focus <laughs> right. is I'm willing to do it. And then you build your competence. Like, oh, look, you look in that, you peek in that rear view. Oh, that's cool. Look at, I did that thing. And then you do it again rinse and repeat. And then pretty soon you're like, well, yeah, I'm getting better at this. And then you reflect in a bigger rear view. And you're like, whoa, dang, I'm getting good at this. Maybe I'm going to share this with somebody else. Yeah. 
those kinds of things start happening. I love that. I also love that you call out the fact that, hey, by the way, I have that word in there. I don't use it anymore. I don't like because that's the thing. like sometimes we we get caught up on. Oops, I I did the thing. Like I I have words I've been consciously practicing mm-hmm. swapping out in my vocabulary, and I I find myself saying it in a sentence and and being wait wait that's not I don't say that anymore. Uh, <laughs> can, I, can we go back because yeah. we programmed ourselves to want to be in say that comfort space, and yet. It, it's like, oh yeah, that, or or maybe we viewed the word in a way that wasn't as damaging in the past. And then we realized, oh, that comes with this other collateral damage that I don't want to lead people towards. Right. And we can material materially make a difference. The language of connection is one of the uh, webinars and keynotes and programming uh, topics that I use a lot. And comfort is great for a couch. <laughs> it's, it's it's not great yeah i do i do wish uh well i'm not gonna wish though i'm gonna write my next books are coming out and um i i, I teach that and i do call it out in fact i, I put an insert in it too because another thing i put in that book was uh the first first draft of the book was i didn't believe that online provided the same realness in connection mm. and i don't quite know where that came from now because i have shifted so 360 Andy, Mm -hmm. that I put an insert in there and I wrote it in in 2018 when I wrote the book, I didn't believe this. Maybe because I didn't have the chops, maybe because I I didn't fully know how to exploit for the positive, the magic of (laughs) electronic technology. Now I'm a firm believer, of course you can. Anybody who says you can't connect in a real way online, they haven't done it right. They haven't been shown the right way. Like they need some coaching and some guidance because you can do it if you continue to put yourself fully there. There right. we can that could be a whole episode another time. Like, how do I not feel awkward online? We can talk about that another time. But putting putting yourself all in in the moments doesn't matter if I see this much of you or I see all of you. If I present, I, I'm standing right now. So mm-hmm. pro tip for anybody who's listening, whether you're listening or watching, if you're in a conversation online. I encourage you to stand up because then you are physically more cognizant of your body, the space you're in. Just like if when we're in a room and you and I are standing in that hallway at Aura Northwest Conference, you know, it's fun to stand next to each other and, right. and get that, that feel of the body language. And, and like, I love how colorful you, colorfully you dress. And we, we, we echo that with each other. And it's like, oh yeah. So we can, we can do this. I'm guessing, Andy, you and a lot of people who are listening right now started some sort of relationship online during the pandemic that has now translated to an in-person, in some way, shape, or form relationship. And it's so exciting. Yeah. It's like a pen pal or somebody you talked to the phone with uh, on for years in days gone by, and then you finally meet them. There is true magic to that. And the way that is real is because you invest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I would say that before before the pandemic, even before 2018, like I wouldn't have understood the power of connection online myself either. Because mm-hmm. there were people that I felt like, oh, we have a great rapport for what it is, but not mm-hmm. anything compared to these in-person connections. But I have since made amazing connections, had deep conversations, yeah. uh, great friendships that are like that pen pal yes. where also it's like when we meet, the fireworks are gonna go off because yes. we have such a solid base. Yes. Yes. And that, that ripples out too. And other people see that Andy, when they experience that they may not know us at all, they may see that happening and they, they might jump to the assumption like, wow, those people have been friends a long time. Cool. Mission accomplished. Oh, wow. They're meeting for the first time. That's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. There's so much goodness 
with that big bang that happens that we are not necessarily thinking about because we're just so excited we finally get to be in the room together. And so I encourage anybody who's listening and watching to go with that, to to share, laugh big, scream, oh my gosh, you know, run up to that person, like show that outward enthusiasm of that 99.6% that we're already automatically in the same darn club together in. Right. And I I just love that you call back the 99.6% too, because there's so much and it's so, I don't know why it's not natural to just know that we are so alike in all these different ways. And yet that point, 0.04%, how is it that's what we're hung up on? That's the smallest, it's not even a half a percent. And yet that's what, what we tend to struggle with. Right. And then, I mean, all of it's a choice, beliefs, truths, these are not facts, these are experiences, culture, uh, thoughts, uh, relationships, architecture, geography, all these things that we get to choose how yeah. we are going to embrace our similarities. I, I 100% spot on with the Aura community. I've been working with them for almost six years now. There's no way they're going to have to take me out feet first. <laughs> This community is remarkable. And I remember getting to know them at first. I didn't think that I had a direct connection, Andy. So I, I, for the record, I don't have any poser feelings. I don't have any fraud feelings. I don't experience those, mm-hmm. um, nor do I ever let them in. It's a hundred percent our choice, but I didn't quite know what the connection was and what my value was most right. needed. And now I am extremely clear on what it is. And I love the people in the community, I have, I now realize like, oh, these are the people who have taken care of my cousin, Jeffrey, all these years. Jeffrey has intellectual delay. I'm like, whoa, okay, cool. I didn't even know there was a group of people out there who did this. And, and this community is one that in particular understands awkward even more. I mean, I love that you got to keynote because, because so many people in that community, in this, in this community, in our community of IDD, intellectual and developmental disabilities have experienced it themselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes significantly, sometimes subtly, but we all have a, an experience, at least one, of knowing when we didn't feel like we belonged. Right. And this community is built on belonging. Oh, I'm having a moment. Oh, <laughs> this, yeah, I, I'm feeling it. I'm getting the tingles. <laughs> yeah, it's it's built on this sense of belonging that we can all come together and we are we are truly better together. It's not some glib corporate saying. It's not some association mantra for this year's conference. It's the truth. And it, because it is a fact, we're all living it. So I feel so fortunate to get to work with them and some of my other clients who are really focused on the culture of belonging, as I call it. Connecting is simple, Andy. Connecting is simple. Getting to your own, your awkward. It's really very, very simple. And I'm going to, I'm going to draw a bridge here. It's both of these elements are simple because if we start, if we simplify and we have fun, then we will fill in the blank. If we're feeling awkward, just start, simply start, put one foot in front of the other, like the winter warlock did have fun, simplify it, keep it simple. Don't get all caught up in the, in the crappy talk. I don't have any of that. I I don't know that I've ever had much of that, Andy. And again, I, I feel really lucky and it's a muscle. I keep it strong. I keep that. Like there's, there's a lockdown on that. I do. I will not let that in. Um, And it doesn't mean that I don't want to pay attention to where people can constructively help me grow, but I do want to pay attention to watching my own North star. So yeah, yeah it's, oof, we could and, go and for be very selective on where that constructive growth feedback comes from because 
it's yes. got to be from a trusted source who has your back and and yep yep so you don't have to know somebody a long time to develop trust either I was just talking about this this morning with some of my educators in nebraska like well we feel like we need to know each other so we can trust each other I said actually we don't need to know each other very much we mm -hmm. need to trust that the other person is a good human and we need to build that we need to continue to earn that and show that respect and it's what we all want and so why don't we start by giving first yeah and it comes back to assuming the positive oh. <clears throat> comes right back to that you've got to trust yes. that they have your your best interest yes. heart especially yep. when you're in the same organization with the same goal we're here for the same reason mm -hmm. and all of this too andy there's there's so many benefits to this you'll be able to have better sticky conversations You'll be able to get into, uh, instead of an argument, to have a debate, to have a discussion. Uh, you'll be more willing to say, okay, gosh, here we go into this thing again. But instead of that story, it's, okay, this time I know we can make progress. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I, I don't know how to share this with Andy. And so I feel strong enough, and this is, often this is subconscious, but I, and I feel strong enough that our relationship has grown or I understand him more that I, I feel better about having this. I'm willing to try it another time. Right. I'm not going to give up. Like one of my ideal clients I've said for a long time is I'd love to work with our, our national legislature and Congress because I, I just know, Andy, they are starving to feel connected. They are starving to come together and it's manifesting like a tantrum child. Right. That tantrum child is only doing that because they're looking for attention and, 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 and there's no, you know, whoo, okay. Whole other errand for another time, but it will, the, the power of connection, especially when we're feeling awkward is going to help us not just overcome. And I don't even know that that's the right word. It will help us continue to grow and get through and go through, you don't, if you're going through molasses, you don't stop you keep going and you're like, okay, this isn't what I thought I wanted, but uh, I'll go over the other side and I'll smell sweeter. Mm -hmm. So let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And that, that idea of putting one foot in front of the other, doing, taking the one step, even when you're starting the conversation and having that, I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to approach it. Say yes. that. Start yes. out with, gee, yes. this is awkward. I, I know that I want to get to here, but I don't know what I'm supposed yes. to say next, but this is yes. my goal. Yes. That can be so freeing because the other person can say, gosh, let's get, let's figure out what to do to get there. Or I've had similar feelings or I feel it too. And now you break that tension instead of coming off. Yes. As, uh, well, this is what we need to get done. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. Guaranteed. There's somebody else in the room who has some version of that same feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, Ginger, you've mentioned the canon. You've touched on your keynotes a little bit. So I think people have a pretty good idea of what it is you do. But what is it that that you do in general? Tell us about your business, how people can support you. You know, what's ideal for you, for people? Uh, already, you know, we have a call to action. Everybody listening, we've got, you know, a million listeners at some point out there. We need you to write Congress and say, bring Ginger in. That will help <laughs> to start. I like that. Outside of that. <laughs> Well, it's very generous of you, Andy. I, I came to have a conversation and you've been such a, you're such a great host and I'm eager to see us continue this relationship. Um, everything can be found at gingerjohnson.com. I am going through an evolution right now as of this recording in uh, November, December of 2023. I have a brand new speaker reel out and my jam is focused on the power of human connection. How do we connect as people on purpose with purpose? It is connecting as simple. It is taking a J-O-B and turning that into the joy of belonging. Um, so there's lots of different 
pieces of the message. It's all founded on being a good human. Mm-hmm. Um, keynote speaking, speaking, workshops, ongoing program, uh, programmatic development, professional development, online, in-person combination, all the retreats, advances, dinner parties. Anybody say dinner party? <laughs> That sounds great. Long to dinner because when we're at the table, we are kinder people. We are nicer people. We don't even have to speak the same verbal language. We can we can gesture past the salt, and then magic can happen. So uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So if somebody's interested in connecting, please don't just hit connect. Give me a reason. Tell me like, hey, I saw you on the amazing Andy show, and and like, okay, great, we're gonna do that. We got to give people a reason. This is that giving again. We got to need to give people a reason of like, why? Cause you wouldn't come up and just stand next to somebody in person. Like, Oh, assuming the connection. No, that's weird. That's aw- That's yeah. truly awkward. Right. Like, <laughs> why are they standing next to me? I'm going to keep inching this way. <laughs> oh. my so, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so oh. I am always interested in forging new relationships um, with organizations, associations, and executives who want themselves and their leadership team, their management team to be together better. Communication skills, leadership skills in specific, and the language of connection is one of my deep zones. I absolutely love the power of language uh, because it changes everything and it builds everything. So genderjohnson.com is where we start. And thank you for letting me share that. Yeah, for sure. And if you're listening be sure to follow Ginger on social media, connect with her. It makes a huge difference when people reach out and say, hey, I've, I heard a bit about what you say. It's so meaningful. And, you know, you might not know, you might not be planning that dinner party right now. You might not know where the right. need is, but if you feel the connection, yeah, the relationship, because it could be yep. down the road for you. So yep. 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 And I welcome questions. So if you're listening uh, and you have a question, offer to connect with me on LinkedIn, invite me to connect and, and give me your question. I'm happy to field it. This is, this is there's, if there's a line somewhere, we'll cross it someday. But I'm, I'm so unconcerned with that because the right. best groove we can get into is to start. I love that. Well, Ginger, uh, this has just been chock full of, of nuggets of so much fun. stuff. Thank I you. can't wait to re-listen to it and probably have to take notes. Like, hey, let's try that. <laughs> Step into well, here. I love your, I love your book. I have started to read it. I read it oh. as soon as you gave it. I started reading it as soon as you gave it to me. Like, so I'm going to take this with me on my coming travels in the next couple of weeks. And I'll probably take voracious notes and I'll probably annoy my seat. And he's like, have you seen, do you know this? Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I have your Canon here and it's like, I, I'm rearranging some stuff. And I just saw it the other day and I was, this is a bad host moment. I'm like, ah, I need oh, the connectivity Canon, but yeah. So. That's and it's that's only available on my website too. Don't look for it on Amazon, y'all. That I uh, I don't believe they treat authors very well, and so I like I'm gonna I'm gonna own my own darn book. And so if you want one too, you can go to gingerjohnson.com. It's on the shop page. I love that. So go check it out. Buy a book. Follow her. Connect with her. Give me a Ginger, question. What is one last challenge or advice you'd leave our listeners with uh, for how they can own their offering? When you're in those moments. And it's, you start to feel it. Take a couple breaths. Doesn't matter if you're mid-sentence. Doesn't matter if you're on the stage. Doesn't matter if you're on a call, Zoom, whatever it is. Pause. Give yourself a moment. Don't worry about how it feels for the other person. Because if you can reground yourself, even if you need to jokingly, like I do, I'll do the fake, you know, clapper in Hollywood. I'm going to take a second take on this. And you can start anew. There is, there is no 
contest. There is no reward. There is no penalty for saying, I need to take a moment. The reward, in fact, is us taking a moment and giving us ourselves what I call grace and space, the BS that will get us through our awkward, it will help us connect, and then we are all better humans. I love that. That is gorgeous. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I might have to borrow the clapper. Uh because do I need to get one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's, take it's, 65. Okay, right. if you gotta take 65, then take 65. Right. Well, and what I love about that is that you actually even included it doesn't matter when like you could be mid-sentence you could be on stage yes wherever you're at yes the time because yep. don't do more damage by continuing on if you haven't taken that that break right i'll do it in the middle of a keynote if i need to and mm-hmm. and, and, and and just like you shared before if you let people know how you're feeling other people will see you more real and will your credibility skyrockets because you're being a freaking human Mm-hmm. and you collect yourself is it ideal no but i'm not worried about that right yeah and and that you can do it right and and that like you said when you when we show up more human now that that other person that audience whoever it is you're trying to connect yes. with is going to connect more yep. because they can see yep. oh she's not just giving me a rehearsed thing that's perfect right 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 love you it. Are right wow well, thank you so much, Ginger. This has been amazing. I love being connected and I look forward to so many more great conversations and hopefully uh, sharing space at another conference soon. Absolutely. Hope isn't a plan. Let's make it happen, Andy. Thank you so much. Yes. This was a, this is a day maker for me. We'll see you soon. Thank you. And everybody else, go out there. You've got two action points this week. One is write Congress. Tell them they need Ginger. <laughs> and the second one is to own your awkward. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening in for today's show. Be sure to visit awkwardcareer.com to continue your journey. And of course, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends so they can find their awkward side and learn how to own it.